Okay, so we are at the Harvard Bookstore in Cambridge, Massachusetts, surrounded by a bunch of uh, used books. I think this is the used book floor with Tom Prada. Hey there, it's 10-Minute Writer's Workshop time from NHPR. I'm Virginia Prescott, and in this episode, we are thrilled to talk to Tom Parada, who we cornered in the used book section of Harvard Bookstore in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and asked him for 10 minutes. Yes, and this is uh, Tom Parada, and I'm here with the 10-Minute Writer's Workshop. And the sound of the, um, the red line, I think, underneath us. No, that's the rumble. <laughs> so, Tom, what do you think is harder to write for a book, the first line or the last? First... You know, at least for me, uh, the if I'm writing a novel, the first year, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I have an idea, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. And, and so usually I go very, very slowly and with a lot of doubt, and there are a lot of bad days where I don't feel like I've discovered what the book is. But at a certain point, there's a moment of critical mass, and I kind of know what I'm writing. And once I get to that point, what was kind of a torture becomes a real relative pleasure. And so I'm much more likely, I think, to find the last line just appear, uh, materialized, than I am the first line. By the end, I feel like I know the story I want to tell and I can recognize what's right much more quickly. So do you go back and do the first line ever? No, you know, I, uh, okay, so here's my method, which is very different from a lot of writers. A lot of writers will write a sloppy first draft. They'll just write through to see where they're going, and they'll go back and fix. And, and that is a totally functional and very popular way to write a book. But I write the way maybe like a snail secretes a shell, <laughs> you know. I, I will work on the first chapter till I get it right, and then I'll go to the second chapter. It could take me three months to write the first chapter. But usually by the time I move to the second chapter, I'm pretty clear about what the first chapter is. So I will very, I've never gone back and really changed the beginning as a result of where I got to at the end. But that's because, just because of this method, you know, where I'm almost writing the book as if I'm reading it in super slow motion. Do you have those... A lot of writers have, you know, I write for X amount of hours a day in this place. That's my discipline. Do you have those practices? You know, so for years and years, my rule of thumb was something new every day. That's all I told myself, meaning don't do what I did when I was a story writer beginning, which was just edit all day, which is entirely possible. You're never going to write a novel if you're just editing all day. So I, I just said I couldn't leave the desk until... I wrote something new. And that could be a paragraph, it could be a sentence. Lately I've been trying to do the Graham Greene 500 word a day. And that was because my writing life got um, kind of tightened up by the fact that I'm doing two jobs. I'm, I'm working on a TV show and traveling a lot and I felt like I needed to be more productive with my actual writing sessions. So I did just put a quota on my, on my work. How is writing for television different for you than working on your books and your fiction? It's like an entirely different thing because it's, it's all talk. It's a bunch of people sitting around a table talking things through. And so you, what you don't have is that feeling of discovering through writing. The writing is, in effect, executing a decision that was already made, that was talked through. So whereas for me, writing is a private 
active discovery writing for tv is we talk something into existence and the writing is almost to create a record of the decisions that you made while talking so are there personal habits that you would encourage other writers you know aspiring writers or people who are having trouble to pick up as habits or to avoid well i i'm no different from every other writer i've heard on the subject um which is to say if you don't read all the time i'm guessing you're not a writer um and that's that's no criticism i'm just that's a litmus test so uh, it's not even me saying you should read all the time if you want to be a writer you will read all the time if you want to be a writer i don't think there's any other way to do it um and i would just say a little bit every day probably makes more sense than you know i'm going to try and do it in 12 hours on saturday though i know people who do it that way because they have demanding jobs during the week so i'm not that's my other real thing is there's no one way find the way that works for you you know one one of the things that was really liberating for me was that point in my writing life where I realized I didn't have to sit there and suffer when I didn't know what to do. Go out, take a walk, go out, ride your bike, do something else. Don't hate writing. You know, find a way to make it pleasurable for you, and I think that pleasure will find its way onto the page. What's your personal worst habit or distraction to keep you from writing? Once again, I'm dreadfully unoriginal, and I check my email all the time, <laughs> and I, I, I keep thinking, oh, I'm going to, like, shut off the Wi-Fi, you know, but it's like any other temptation in my life. Like, I've learned that the best way to deal with temptation is just to give in and get it over with. (laughs) So do you do a lot of research before you start or just reading? I'm not much of a researcher, though, like the abstinence teacher, I did a ton of research, but I didn't do it. I don't do it in advance. I would just spend like an hour in the morning kind of either reading the Bible or um, going onto websites where evangelicals were talking to one another. Just, I just kind of made sure I immersed myself in that world. And then at a certain point I realized, oh, I have to go to a Promise Keepers event um, for the book. So I would do that. Did but you? I, I did, yeah. yeah. I went to Baltimore with a couple friends of mine, and uh, it was really pretty great. And it's, it's kind of, you know, memorialized in the book. It's called Faith Keepers. I don't like to be trapped in, into a kind of journalistic obligation, but... I'd say for most books, I end up taking like one research trip, like one field trip. But most of the time, I, I'm just working through my imagination. Okay, so what do you think is a common mistake for new writers or would-be writers? I, you know, I think uh, you can get discouraged too easily, meaning you are going to fail. And you need to see failure as actually just part of the process and not as some... Uh, existential verdict on your career um, it, it, it's, I don't know if that's an error or not it's just it's the test um, if you are discouraged by failure you are probably not going to be able to endure all the <laughs> humiliations and rejections and false steps that are just part of any writer's career as far as I know I guess there are a few lucky people who never had that happen um, but then they're just set up for a fall later on because nobody has an unbroken string of uh, triumphs. What is your best environment for writing? Uh, you know, I, I've never gone out of my house. Like some writers say, I need to have an office, I need to go outside of my house. I really like to just be able to wake up, you know, have my breakfast, read the paper, and then I just go up to a quiet place in my house. And I work in the mornings, that's for sure 
that's my writing time. If I'm really deep into a novel, I can sometimes go back and work in the night. But usually I have like a four or five hour stretch um, starting mid-morning into the early afternoon. And then I've just used up my writing fuel. Are there any books or other resources you might recommend for writers that you think might be helpful? Um, well, for me, you know, there, there are a bunch of great how-to books and, and people know what they are. You know, Stephen King's On Writing, I think, is a fabulous one. Um, you know, Annie Lamott has one. Um, there's The Writer's Way. There are all kinds of things. But actually what I do, self-help for me, is to read biographies of writers. And the reason is, it again reminds me that there's no one way to do it. And the only thing these people all had in common was some deep passion to, to do it. And for some reason, just to read about somebody who managed to get it done through whatever their quirks and their challenges were, that, that is inspiring to me. So, so weirdly, biography is my self-help. What was the best piece of advice you ever got about writing? Hmm, that's a that's a very good <laughs> that's a good question. Um, this is the funny thing is I've had great teachers, and what I always got from them was just like it was really an example thing. Like nobody ever said something that changed the way that I thought about work. I think, but I would watch them, and it just really helped to see. Oh, there's a real person who is doing this work. It's actually possible to do it. I think they, they all taught that same mysterious lesson, which is you have to do it your way. Tobias Wolf was a teacher who mattered a lot to me, and I think what I got from him was just this deep sense that writing was a moral act. But you could be moral and be funny, that you didn't have to be heavy. You know, but that was something I was getting from his work and from his person as well. I mean, there is that weird just personal transaction between a student and a teacher. And I think I was just watching very closely, not just for the content of what the teacher was saying, but for who the teacher was as a person, because it seemed like a vocation, not, not a job in that sense. Tom Prada, thank you so much. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. Okay, now what's going to happen on season three of The Leftovers? <laughs> Tom Parada, he's author of Little Children, The Abstinence Teacher, and The Leftovers, which is now a hit HBO drama. The 10-Minute Writers Workshop is a production of NHPR. This episode was produced by Sarah Plord. And you can hear more authors and subscribe on iTunes. And if you love us, please write a review. It'll help others find us, and we thank you so much.